Hi, I'm Tasha Cochran, a former lawyer turned entrepreneur. A few years ago, I could never have dreamed that I could walk away from my legal career to run my own business, but I've done exactly that. And now I'm on a mission to help you do it too. Imagine doing interesting work in your comfy pants, being fully present as a parent without the guilt while still paying yourself an income that makes your big dreams a reality. Oh, hello, Hawaii vacay. Yes, that can be your life. Here on the Wealth Life Balance podcast, I share the real talk, practical tips, and behind-the-scenes strategies that you need to help you build your freedom business so that you can live your best life on your terms. Now let's make it happen. Hello, and welcome to the second episode of the Wealth Life Balance podcast. And let me start off by saying that who, buddy, This podcast thing is challenging. It's weird because you'd probably think that after making over 600 YouTube videos and doing hundreds of hours of live presentations, both inside my own programs and at conferences, that podcasts would be so easy. But for me, at least, it's not. It feels new and uncomfortable. And when I re-listen to the episodes after I record them, I have to resist the urge to delete and re-record. Though, full disclosure, at this point, I've only recorded one other episode, so you can guess which episode that was. Now, I tell you this for a couple of reasons. One, because I want to reassure you that trying new things, it's going to feel uncomfortable. That's normal. I want you to make sure that you don't let that discomfort stop you from showing up, okay? And I want to tell you this right now because I think, in my hopeful mind at least, I imagine that a year from now, as I reflect on a whole year of producing this new podcast, I think that I'll forget just how uncomfortable this beginning part was. And so I want to make sure that I tell you now when I feel it the most, because this is when it's the most real, not after I've gotten over it, hopefully, fingers crossed, a whole year from now. I'll still talk about it a year from now, but instead I'll be able to say to you, go re-listen to this episode where I told you exactly how I felt about this. Now, the third reason why I'm telling you about this right now is because I want to normalize this idea that we can be vulnerable, that we can talk about what feels hard and what's not working, or at least what feels like it's not working as we're on our journey, because that's the way life works. And I want you to know that's what you can expect from me here in this podcast and really in everything that I do, whether it's wealth life balance, any of our content over on One Big Happy Life, or in any of my programs. So with that long, but I think very important digression, let's get into the meat of today's episode. Today, we're going to be talking all about online businesses. What exactly is an online business and how does it work? As of right now, in the very early days of this podcast, where as of this second, I don't have any listeners because I'm recording this episode before the podcast actually launches, which means that I'm recording it a bit in a vacuum because I don't have listeners giving me feedback yet. By the way, if you're listening right now, be sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast. So I'm making assumptions here. I'm guessing that for at least some of the people listening to this podcast right now, the idea of having an online business is relatively new to you. Maybe you're like me and you grew up with two working parents who encouraged you to get a good job that pays well so that you could secure your financial future. Then you did that, but something just didn't quite do it for you. 
And so you've heard about this online business thing and are drawn to this idea of having control of your work and your time and your schedule and how much money you can make. And so you want to learn more and figure out how to make it happen for you. Well, today's podcast is especially for you. It's part of a series that I'll be doing here in the first few months of the podcast where I talk about the basics of online business. Now, if you missed the first episode where I shared One Big Happy Life's origin story, you should definitely go check that out. But spoiler alert, four years ago, I was a practicing banking and finance attorney, and I thought that I was going to work a regular job for the rest of my life. And I was okay with that because I loved what I did. I loved the impact. I was making good money. But the thing is that I didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't choose to be a lawyer over being an entrepreneur. I just had no idea that entrepreneurship was a possibility for me. My parents worked regular jobs, and in school, I was taught to focus on finding a career. I accidentally stumbled into entrepreneurship, and I didn't even realize that's what I was doing at the time, even as One Big Happy Life began to make thousands of dollars in revenue every single month. And if you haven't checked out that first episode, definitely go back and listen to it after this one. So I say all of this to say that by the time I even realized what an online business even was, I already had one and it was pretty successful. This, by the way, it sounds amazing, but it's actually a bad way to build a business because I built a business that I didn't enjoy, which meant that I had to spend a lot of time and lost revenue trying to get this iceberg of a business to change course and head in the right direction, which is something that I'm still in the process of doing right now. The good news for you is that you don't have to worry about making that mistake because you can learn from mine. So the first thing that I want you to know about online businesses is that they are small businesses. In the U.S., a small business, and I hope you can sense the air quotes in my voice here, but a small business can have up to 1,500 employees and make up to $36.5 million in revenue. Now, the exact classification of what constitutes a small business does vary by industry, but the truth is that not all small businesses are these massive businesses. Small businesses make up 99.9% of U.S. businesses, and there are over 28 million small businesses in the United States. But guess what? 20 million of them don't have any employees. So what that means is that the majority of small businesses are actually single-person businesses. And here's another thing. Half of the working population in the United States is employed by a small business, and 52% of small businesses are home-based businesses. So what should you be taking away from all of these statistics that I just laid down for you? Number one, small businesses are common. So don't think that the idea of having your own small business is crazy because, again, half of the U.S. population is employed by a small business. Self-employment is incredibly common because more than half of small businesses, really almost two-thirds of small businesses, are solopreneurs, meaning that they don't have any employees. Also, these businesses help 
drive our economy here in the United States. And more new jobs come from small businesses than from large businesses. Also, the idea of working from home in your comfy pants because your office is your house is not a new thing. 52% of small businesses are already doing it. So just normalize in your mind with all these statistics, the idea that having an online business is not a new thing. It's a normal thing. It's a natural evolution of small business. So what is an online business? I've come up with a really simple definition to help you understand what an online business is. An online business is a person or organization that profits by using the internet to provide products or services in exchange for money. Now let's break each piece of that definition down bit by bit. So first, an online business is a person or organization. So as we've already talked about, you can have a business that has only one person in it, you. That's called a sole proprietorship. Or your business can be its own entity, like a partnership, an LLC, or a corporation. Most of us are so used to thinking of businesses as things that involve multiple people and have employees, but One Big Happy Life grew to a multiple six-figure business without any employees. Yes, me and my partner Joseph and my daughter Alexis did work within the business, but not full time. So I was working a full time job and I grew One Big Happy Life to multiple six figures with a little help from Joseph and Alexis in terms of number of hours put in. So don't think that you need to have a massive business with lots of employees in order to make a significant income in your business. So now let's look at the next part of the definition. An online business is a person or organization that profits. Emphasis here on that profits. So yes, your business at its core should be profitable. It should make enough money to allow you to pay your business expenses, to compensate yourself well, and to have enough money left over to reinvest into your business so that you can grow. And yes, your business will grow over time. So it could take some time for your business to become profitable. We didn't become profitable until our second year in business. And even then, we were reinvesting so heavily in the business that we only kept a small portion of the overall business revenue for ourselves. Now, of course, I pay myself a six-figure salary, I have benefits, I have a retirement plan, all as part of my business. So as you're thinking about what type of business you want to start, make sure that you're also looking at the profitability. So ask yourself, does my business, this idea that I have for starting a business, does this solve a problem for people who are willing and able to pay for my offerings? If the answer is no, then you might have to rethink your business idea and either pivot or rethink how you're going to be funding this business if your business can't make money on its own. The next part of that definition is that the business uses the internet. This is the online part. Traditional businesses have a storefront that people can go to do business with them. They find customers in a lot of different ways, but foot traffic, so people walking or driving by, is one of the traditional ways of getting discovered by new people. Online businesses use the internet to find customers. They use their websites and social media to attract people who are interested in their products and services that they offer. The truth is that just about any business can be an online business. And I even argue that every business should have an online presence, even if they're a traditional brick and mortar. 
So you can either have a semi-online business where you sell your products and services and find customers online, but you also have some sort of in-person component like a photographer. So a photographer would actually need to see you in person in order to take your picture, even if you found them entirely online. Or you can have a 100% online business like mine, One Big Happy Life, where I run my business at home and deliver all of our products and services without ever needing to physically be in the same space as our customers. The final part of the definition is that an online business provides products or services. And yes, a business needs to sell things in order to make money. Now, the specific mix of products and services that an individual business offers can really vary dramatically depending on the type of business that it is. So right about now, you're probably wondering, okay, Tasha, but how exactly does an online business make money? I've distilled the different types of revenue streams that an online business can have into 10 basic ways that online businesses make money. I'm not going to go into all 10 here, but I have created a free resource for you that explains all of those different revenue streams and what they are. It's called the profit plan, and you can grab it over at onebighappylife.com forward slash profit plan. Of course, I will also drop a link to the resource down in the show notes. These 10 different revenue streams fall into three major categories, which I'm going to talk about right now. The first is publisher-based, second is service-based, and third is product-based. A publisher-based revenue stream relies on the business publishing content to a pre-existing audience, and that business then makes money because someone else is paying them either to create the content and publish it to their audience or to run ads to their audience. For example, consider a business that generates income through advertising on their website. For advertisers to want to buy space on that site, there must be content on that platform that reaches an audience that the advertiser wants to get in front of. So for example, think of a blog. You think of your favorite blog that you love to read. What bloggers do essentially is they provide a media platform, they publish articles, it attracts an audience, and then they sell online real estate, so space in their sidebar, space within the content itself, to advertisers. And so that is how a blogger can make money. The second revenue stream category is service-based offerings. In a service-based business, you're selling your skills to someone else and you'll use those skills to accomplish some tasks for that customer. To give a concrete example of that, when I decided to get serious about creating the Wealth Life Balance podcast, I hired three service providers to help me. First, I hired Crystal Profit to help me think through what kind of podcast I wanted to create and what I would talk about on the podcast. Then I hired Hey Hello Studio to create my podcast art and social media graphics. And once I was ready to start producing the podcast, I hired Emily Milling from The Ultimate Creative to manage the podcast for me. Those are three very different services that all work together to help me solve a problem that I had. I wanted to start a podcast, but I didn't have the technical knowledge or expertise to do it, and I didn't have the time to learn it myself. So I hired people who already had those skills to help me get this podcast going. And it worked because here we are together right now. You're listening to this podcast. The third category of offerings an online business can have is a product. That means you create and sell your own products to your customers. Again, there are a wide variety of products that a business can offer. 
To use One Big Happy Life as an example, we have digital products like our personal finance program, Wealth Builder Society, and we've also had physical products like the 2020 edition of the Wealth Planner. A business can have revenue streams from one, two, or all three of these offer categories. Over the past four years, One Big Happy Life has had each of these revenue streams at one point or another. We started as a publisher-based business, and then we moved into services, and then lastly, we settled into providing our own products. By trying all three, I was able to discover where I found the most joy as a business owner, and it was definitely with our own products and services. So now most of our revenue comes from our own products and services, but it took a while for me to make that pivot in the business. If I had known back then when I was just starting out what my options were, I would have done things very differently from the very beginning. That's why I created the profit plan. So make sure you head to the show notes and grab that link because choosing the right mix of products and services to offer in your business can really impact how you feel about your business and also how profitable your business is and how quickly your business becomes profitable. So let's recap. In this episode, we talked about what an online business is, how they make money, and how entirely common having a small business actually is. So I hope that this episode has really helped you understand the basics of how an online business works and to hopefully see that it's actually not that different from a traditional business, especially given that in this digital age, Even traditional businesses need to have a solid online component to their business if they want to continue to thrive for years to come. Now, the next step is for you to go and download the profit plan over at onebighappylife.com forward slash profit plan and start thinking about what kind of business you want to start and what kinds of products and services you can offer that align with your strengths and your vision for your business. Now, if you know that you are ready to start your freedom business and you want someone who's been there and done it to guide you through the process of creating your profitable business from scratch, then I'd love for you to join me inside of my Ascend Incubator, my business coaching program where we'll work together to build your profitable business efficiently, with ease, and without the overwhelm. Head on over to onebighappylife.com forward slash coaching to apply because I would love to help you build your freedom business. Thanks for hanging out with me here today on the Wealth Life Balance podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find our podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think will love it. Until next time, keep taking those small actions every day that bring you closer to building your freedom business and living your best life on your terms. See you next time.